And so I pride myself on being very authentic, very consistent, very committed and passionate, which is why I think I get the feedback I get, which is why I get the connections I get because of that. You can't make that up. You can't buy that. You can't Instagram that. You either have it or you don't. Welcome to the Innovative Minds Media Podcast. My name is Matia Johnson, your host, CEO, and founder. From digital marketing to managing content, right down to creating that perfect business plan. Listen, sometimes becoming an entrepreneur can be just a little too much to juggle with everyday life. That's why Innovative Minds Media is Washington, D.C.'s premier strategic communications and branding magazine specializing in marketing and small business tools for creatives. We provide problem solving, coaching, and support to all creatives, understanding that the plunge towards entrepreneurship doesn't just happen overnight. So kick back and tune in. We've got the latest on building your dreams into realities. Hey, hey, CEOs, and welcome back to another episode of the IMM Podcast. Tonight, I am joined by Shanae Brown, CEO and founder of Her Collectively, an authentic brand that curates events designed to bring women of color together, forming bonds that are unbreakable so that women can embrace who they are collectively. Born and raised in New York with Jamaican roots, Shanae is also a certified school psychologist working in New York. Some of her passions include empowering the lives of women and children, strengthening communities, and exercising her faith within her brand. In addition, she has included a book club component to her collectively in 2016 that continues to flourish as she nurtures her brand from the ground up. Hi, Shanae. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi. Good Hello. evening. How you doing, Matia? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm well. I'm well. Cannot complain at all. Listen, I'm so excited that you were actually able to join us tonight. So excited. Yes, I'm so happy that you have me here. It's a pleasure. I've never been on a podcast. This is my first time. Oh, <laughs> so we are your first. Yes, yes. I feel good. I feel good. So it's a nice way to kick off the week. So I'm excited. Absolutely exciting times. So I would like uh, just to break the ice a little bit. So tell us one thing about you that we cannot find on the internet. Um, hmm, one thing I would say that you cannot find about me on the internet is that I actually, um, wanted to be a singer and I was auditioning, um, for the Apollo. Wow. Amateur night. Yeah. My, took my, my mom dragged me to this, not, she didn't drag. My mom took me to the studio and I would be working my behind off for weeks on a recording um, of a song. Actually, it was Monica's song, Before You Walk Out of My Life. And I had to submit that song, well, submit my tape to the Apollo, had my outfit picked out, ready to go, excited. 
and then I froze. No, my mom was so disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, she said I said to her, I don't want to be a singer, you know, and I I guess I just froze and I, you know, I, I didn't take the chance and I just didn't go. I didn't go. So, yeah. Oh, see, that's that fear. It will really choke you. Choke it you. Really, it really will stifle you. And I kind of think about it now. And I wish that I would have done it because you just never know what opportunities would have came out of it. But I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. That's amazing. You can sing. So are you an alto? Or are you a soprano? I'm a soprano. Oh, you're I'm a soprano. soprano to the day I die. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Inspired actually. After listening to Brandy and Monica, I was belting out every song (laughs) that came up on that versus, and I was like, "Oh, girl, you need to revive your voice again. Find your voice." So, but you know what? Any little singing anywhere, whether if it's in the shower or in the grocery store, is all vocal training. You know? Yes, (laughs) you're right. You're right. So I think I need to rediscover my voice because I think that I haven't and for so long. So I'm going to, you know maybe try yes well I think that's exciting that's amazing (laughs) so let's just hop right into it so what steps did you take to start your brand her collectively uh well I actually was connected with um this phenomenal woman her name is Janelle Langford um, and she is a brand strategist and she was actually coordinating a boot camp series, like it's called Dream Her. And so her goal was to ensure that the cohort was able to launch their business, their idea, their brand within a matter of weeks. So we worked with Janelle for about six to eight weeks and her collectively was birthed November 15th of 2019. Wow. So yeah. you so you're almost coming up on your one year anniversary almost. I sure am. Yes. Her collectively turns one very soon. Mm, that is so exciting. Any big plans? You know, I feel like with COVID, it's so hard now to decide what to do. Everything has to be at, you know, minimal capacity. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around how I want to celebrate because I did actually have a really nice event last year. I actually had um, a holiday mixer, mix her, heavy emphasis on the H-E-R. Heavy emphasis on the H-E-R. Heavy emphasis on the mix her. And it was actually like a a coming out party um, for her collectively done on December 15th. Um, and it was really nice. And I had all my girlfriends come out food and they, you know, I like set up stations and they were able to like sign up for upcoming events. They were able to check out the books that we were reading for the book club. There were raffles, there was music. It was, it was great. It was a great time. And so I am very much big on experiences. So if I can't give an experience like that, then I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm really still trying to figure out how to rein in this one year. No, I definitely feel you. Uh, It's no surprise that COVID-19 happening this year kind of put a damper on a lot of plans, a lot of parties, Mm -hmm. a lot of events. So how are you managing your business through all of this? I would say, and something that I actually saw someone post 
it was saying um, not to pivot. Uh, you learn to pivot, not to plummet. And so I think that in this season, you are forced to think outside the box. It's like, what's more important? Is it making the, the earnings or building a brand or building a following? And I had to decide that for me, it was to build a brand. It was important for people to see her collectively get connected, hit the follow button, subscribe to the, you know, to the mailing list to stay in the mix. Um, I, I believe that you have to just get creative. The virtual world has become kind of how we are pivoting. We are no longer able to do a lot of those in-person like events. And I feel like a lot of different brands and companies have, have done that. They have provided services, you know, for free, you know, on their platform. So I kind of took this time to, I've held actually several events in the COVID season, actually since March, started out with doing an event called, how are we feeling? Ladies, how are we feeling? And it was just an opportunity to kind of just gather women in the community to kind of just talk about their fears around COVID. Then I had a part two where I was digging a little deeper and actually I had a doctor, a physician on a woman of color to really talk about, you know, some things that we should be thinking about in the season and, you know, just some signs and symptoms and, you know, ways to take care of ourselves. Um, and then I kind of went into um, doing a, some financial events. It was a financial success series. I actually have a few more parts to round up on that, but we were able to at least kick off just like, you know, information about finances, because I feel like in this season, that's something that I felt was so important to take care of. And it, it kind of shined the, shined the light on just the need to make sure we're well in a financial level. Yes. So I was able to do that. And then I collaborated. Somebody else reached out to me, straight but not narrow. Ladies, uh, they're a movement, um, a dope group of women who are just basically um, providing an opportunity for, you know, bisexual, LGBT, straight women to kind of like come together. We partnered up during the season and we actually posted an event collectively called um, Outsides Open Now What? You know, and then we were able to have therapists, uh, clinicians on to talk about just some things on ways on how we can cope um, as the world started to quote unquote open back up. So with that, I was able to also do um, a virtual book club group. I was also able to end last month with an in-person uh, picnic-like gathering uh, where we talked about a book that we read. So wow, been kind of busy. Yes, <laughs> and it keeps you on your toes, I would it say, because... Does. It definitely does, yes. yes because um, with, with the COVID, you know, I feel like it requires entrepreneurs to think outside the box you know what I mean and and not just go completely dormant or go underground but you still have a brand to uphold you still Mm -hmm. have a personality that you need to keep up with on social media so it requires a higher level of thinking and strategy that wasn't normally used when we were just you know just seeing 
everyone's face on a daily basis. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was like to talk to someone without wearing a mask. So mm, right. <laughs> that just says oh, it right there. Yeah, it just it, it it's crazy how her life has changed in a matter of six and a half months, you know. Um so much has changed and it feels like it just happened, but it didn't like so much has happened since. Um, but you're right. It, it really does force us to have to think about doing things very differently. How do you reach your audience? Like, you know, and sometimes it requires you to just take a step back to and, and just kind of fill out, you know, what others are doing and how do you set yourself different? You know, how are you going to stand out in a sea of everyone creating community like groups as mine you know so yeah that's that's very true I agree so with all of that being said what keeps you motivated oh that's a good question what keeps me motivated I think seeing or knowing that I'm touching the lives of so many people uh the fact that I'll get a response or a random message saying that, oh, I needed this tonight. Thank you. Um, I think little things like that goes a long way. It's like you think that no one's watching, but someone's always watching. And so I think that that keeps me on my toes. It makes me have to create something better than I did the day before or last week. So I think it's the community that keeps me motivated. Um I just never knew how impactful this could be. And I've seen the numbers grow within such a short time that I'm, it, it's like, it just kind of keeps me going like, okay, wow. Like I need to come harder. You know, more people are seeing it, more people are hitting the follow button. So I would say the community keeps me motivated. The community, right, right. I mean, because you know what, honestly, when you're in the beginning stages or within the first year of developing your brand, it the I guess the weight of it all sometimes mm-hmm. gets overwhelming for people. And so there are a lot of brands that I see like within their first year or even within their first couple years uh, just kind of fall by the wayside, you yeah. know? And I feel like that's where burnout comes to play in this all mm-hmm. because it's sometimes the wearing the multiple hats that gets very overwhelming and people are just like, you know what? I'm bowing out. I'm saying sayonara. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> this. Right. I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. I'm going to do something else. It's so true. I exactly. agree with that. I- and, And I agree with what you said, because just being able to see the ROI, right? The return on investment, Mm -hmm. being able to create a a fan base or create a following where people actually become interested in your events Mm -hmm. and different things that you are uh, curating together. Because sometimes that motivation, you're not always going to have. So you have to develop Mm -hmm. a habit, so to speak, you know? Agree. That's the part. And so when you say that you're not going to always feel motivated, you find you have to go back and figure out why you started, you know, what was your why? And I think that is why you continue to do the work because none of this is easy, you know, especially this is a small part of my life. This is not my, the bigger part, but it is a part that is getting bigger. Um, I like to consider myself as a, first time full-time school psychologist by day community curator by night 
you know <laughs> um but right. it, it's it's like i said it's it's soul work it's passion work and if you're not doing it because you have a love for this then you're gonna set yourself up for mm. failure yeah yeah yeah. So tell us what's the motivation then behind her collectively? Like what what is the real mission statement behind your brand? Well, the mission statement is um, to curate events that bring women of color together, um, forming bonds that are unbreakable so that they can embrace who they are collectively. So I envision her collectively being a forum where you've seen women from previous events right and it's not really they're not it's not a surprise who's coming like for me the goal is to get the same people to keep coming back it's a consistency you know i want people to feel comfortable oh like they can catch a you know build rapport they're gonna go off and and connect in a bigger way and create something even bigger than i would have imagined because they have like interests that they didn't even know they had you know, th- that for me is what I want her collectively to be. So if I have an event, you know, now, today, and if I hold an event two months from now, I want those same people to come back to that event two months from now and say, oh, my God, I remember her from the other event. Or, you know, I, I want it to become familiar. I want it to feel safe. And I feel like a lot of times there's a lot of women who promote this you know, unity and sisterhood, but they don't really follow through on that. Mm -hmm. Their actions kind of show up very differently. And so I pride myself on being very authentic, very consistent, very committed and passionate, which is why I think I get the feedback I get, which is why I get the connections I get because of that. You can't make that up. You can't buy that. You can't Instagram that. You either have it or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. I I completely agree. And with this like very heavy social media world that we live in, let me just ask you, what's your favorite platform to use for her collectively? I will say right now it's going to it's be it's going to be Instagram, but I do want to develop more of a a platform maybe on Facebook. I know that there's a lot of different groups that people are a part of. So I definitely want to see people kind of still engage even after the event is over. Post things that they that are dear to them that maybe sparked a conversation from an event that we had. So right now, I will say Instagram has been pretty good. Um, the following has been good. I think because my content pretty much is good. Well, for me, I think it's great, but, um, (laughs) you know, I think that also doing my, um, a seat at the table, Instagram lives have also been helping me as well. Kind of also stepping away from just the images I post and the, the, the nice captions, but to also have them see another side, me engaging with another woman, um, in a way that's just wholesome, that's fun that's relaxing, but also still very empowering because every woman that I've lined up to speak, I have connected with in some way, shape or form, whether it's through a friend, through a a friend's friend. I've been following that particular person for years, for a year, for months, for a couple of months. And we've just been able to hit it off. I have no problem with 
holding and building rapport and maintaining rapport, which I feel like a lot of people have some challenges around. So I think that's what's been helping my brand. And I think my brand feels good. I think that when you come to my page, down to the logo, I was very strategic about how I wanted it to feel. I'm a very earth tone lady. And so everything I do had to reflect that. My brand has to reflect that earth tony vibe, very warm, very, just very easy, very clean. Yes. I, I try to give that. And even in the, you know, how I post, it's always going to be in the same colors. You know, the, the images are always going to have that earth tone sort of feel to it you know, or monotone, you know, grays and whites, but I like to be consistent. And I think that's how you, that's how you really stay different from someone else. It's your consistency to your brand. No, that's absolutely correct. And you know what, a lot of, uh, a a lot of kind of like new brands or new entrepreneurs sometimes miss the concept when it comes to branding right because it's not just um having a presence on social media right it's the full package so it's everything from your logo and being able to differentiate like that all the way down to like the media kit and to your customer service and to just like the packaging on I don't know, the t-shirts that, that you send out to your customers to see, it's everything. It's, you want people to have an experience, right? So it's not just the, this thing or that thing. It's just everything collectively together. Absolutely. Like it's a holistic experience. Yeah. It's not one thing. Yeah. So I think you hit it on the head. Mm-hmm. You want an experience and I like to give an experience and that's why I'm so passionate about the experience can be just an Instagram post, you know, down to the the story, the Instagram stories. Like it all just needs to make sense. It just needs to resonate. It needs to hit home. I spend tireless <laughs> hours just creating what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, basically you're creating that vision board, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, in film, I, I believe like when the, uh, the writers get together in their like story room, they create the, they, it's actually drawn out like the story and the episode piece by piece. And so I think what makes a good entrepreneur is someone who can sit down and be like, Hey, really, what am I trying to do here? You know what I mean? Like, what sets me apart? Yeah. Because there's no such thing as an original idea. No such thing. (laughs) So what sets me apart from Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, (laughs) you know, who who are also event curators? I, I feel like that strategy process is very important. Very, to moving forward very very i agree and you have to sit with your brand and i'm always looking at my page like hmm does it tell a story how do i want to how do i want to experience this when i'm coming on this page you know i'm very critical down to just everything and yeah so i'm with you 
No, that makes sense. <laughs> that that definitely makes sense. But you know, uh, of course, you're in the process of nurturing a brand, mm-hmm. so you're also uh, a human being, you're also female, and you're also living through this COVID nineteen mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. So, how does personal love and self care come into place in all this? Um, hmm. I will say finding time to just turn it off. I think that something that I always say towards the end of the week for her collectively is make sure you show yourself love and showing yourself love doesn't mean spending. I think it's just spending time with yourself. Uh, For me, it's lighting a candle. For me, it's watching Netflix, binging on a noteworthy series. It's actually taking care of my skin and realizing that I've developed a really cool skincare routine that I okay so I think paying attention to myself more like I find myself looking in the mirror more at myself than I ever did prior to the pandemic like Mm. really examining myself I mean to be very transparent in the COVID I did a big chop I've always rocked a short haircut wow yeah so I've always rocked a short haircut, um, but, and I, my hair was growing and it was like getting to like a bob length and I was getting excited because I was trying to see how long it could get. And then by the beginning of this year, things kind of just shifted. Like my hair just wasn't the same. And I, and I took it very personal uh, because, you know, our hair is our crown. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing, Definitely. See, you know? And so, um, you know, I, I, had to go to the dermatologist and she let me know that I had traction alopecia and I had to get injections and you know that was going on right before the pandemic and then that stopped and so my hair was still kind of just in a weird space and I was still getting it relaxed and but you know obviously everybody's hair is doing its own thing during the pandemic and my hair definitely was doing its own thing and I was just like, ooh, do I want to get it, like, you know, relaxed again? Should I think about going natural? And it's something that I've kind of gone back and forth about. But I was just like, you know what? Just go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and do it. What's the worst that can happen? And so um, I saw my stylist, and he he helped me with it. it. And it and it was chopped, and it was very, very short. And I've it's always rocked my hair short, but this was natural short. So it's like your hair, you are more on display. And I didn't realize how much exposed I was. I couldn't hide behind the bang or the, the bayang, right? I couldn't hide behind <laughs> right. the bayang <laughs> or the swoop or, you know, um, all these other things. It was like I was on full display. And I actually have embraced it and I love it. And it's been, I cut my hair May 20th. And so we're coming up. Oh, wow. Tomorrow it'll be four months. Just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm lying. Next week, it'll be four months on the 20th. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought tomorrow was the 20th. Anyhow. But yeah, so I'm coming up on my three and a half, four months and I feel good. It feels liberating. It, I know that it's a lot of trial and error trying to figure out what products work, but there's something about the whole wash day experience that I really love. And that's really been a part of like my self care. Like I get excited about wash day. 
Um, so, you know, just taking more time to figure out what what's for me, like in this season, you know, um, the relaxer is just not serving me right now. You know, right now there's something so liberating about just you having control over your hair where I've always given it to somebody else to be a part of. Nope, I don't know. I can't do this. I got to wait for my stylist. And it's like, nope, uh-uh, girl, you got this. You could do this. Um, so, you know, just limiting my time going to the stylist, but taking care of, of it on my own. It's been a, it's been good. It's, it's been very nice in this season. So, yeah. And you know what, just from being at home and really, uh, taking the time to, you know, have more time with yourself, I feel like is a great segue into learning, learning more you know, and discovering new things. Uh, I I love that you said that you went full throttle with the big chop. I love that because, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe if this wasn't going on, this pandemic, you know, you, yeah, you would not have had the time to sit back and and say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go ahead and do it for me. Mm-hmm. And that's bravery right there. Yeah. First off, because we as black women, sometimes, you know, our hair is our thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, absolutely. If, if the hair ain't right, we ain't right. And exactly. we, and everybody's exactly. going to know yes. that. Everybody's going to feel it. It's just not going to, right. It's just not going to hit the same. It just hits very different when your hair is out of whack. And so, um, yeah, it definitely is, um, it takes a lot of courage to step out. And I think that's kind of what this season has been. It's really about stepping out of comfort zones. And that was just another example of that. Whether it's in our personal lives, whether it's in our business lives, you know, career life, like we are all stepping out of our comfort zone. Yes, yes, we are. And it's so necessary right now. So I, I think that's amazing because it actually um, is a reflection of your brand you know yeah it's a deep reflection like you went ahead and you did the big chop and then so Mm -hmm. just so you can feel like you know one with yourself and really take good care of yourself mentally emotionally and so that that is actually a reflection of the brand her collectively because that is what you're aiming to do to create a safe space for women yes. and to just Full shine circle. light. Yeah. Shine light, uplift, be comfortable yes, within your own skin. Yes, exactly. And just feel good about it. Not making any mis- like, you know, just not, uh, I've had the word, not making any excuses for mm. who you are and how you show up. You know, it's either you take me or leave me. And it, and it really, I guess it just kind of fueled, that for me even more um so i i definitely am happy with myself more than ever in this season i will say and it's been tough i mean it hasn't been all great right i think right. that we've also i'm sure have shared our set of losses or we've known people through others our loved ones who have also experienced loss so it hasn't been easy because especially watching your loved ones go through the pain of dealing with losing you know their loved one um it's tough to watch and know that you can't really do much but just kind of show up sometimes and just be present um it's hard so it's it definitely had its bumps um for sure um but yeah 
it's been good nonetheless. I mean, also, I am in a relationship. And so that also was very bumpy. And there were times when I said, I don't want to do this. And I don't know if I could. And, you know, but God had a bitter, bigger calling. And I would definitely ask him, like, God, if this is not for me, please remove it. Mm-hmm. Give me a sign. <laughs> Give me a sign. You know, but there was no sign, you know, and it was it was just, no, you're going to work through this. You're not going to run. It's so much easier to run. And so I'm glad that I, I didn't because I've learned so much about myself and and how I need to also show up in my relationships, you know, and so it's definitely helped a lot. Just a lot of growth overall, I will say. It really has been good. Yes. Yes, that is good. Well, listen, um, this year will teach you some things about yourself (laughs) that you might not have known If you're willing to listen, right? If you're willing to listen, it'll teach you. But if you're not, then if you don't sit down, then you'll you'll miss the lesson. So I think that's another thing, too. Yeah, 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 that that's that's another thing. So you have an event coming up. So tell us about I that. Do, I do, I do, I do. Okay, so because I have not, I've been dying to have an event in person, but obviously something that's socially distant friendly. I had a vision, and usually when I have a vision of something, I feel the need that I have to carry out. If I say something or put something in the atmosphere then it's my duty to now carry it through. So a couple of weeks ago, I thought about um, having a bike ride. And, you know, a lot, just like a lot of people this summer or this season, purchase bikes. You know, you can't find a bike anywhere. Everybody's riding a bike. And so I'm like, okay, everybody's riding a bike, but what about we riding for a purpose? What about us riding for the cause of something, like something bigger than ourselves. And so I decided to come up with the event called Ride for Black Mothers. And so the event is geared to raising awareness about the Black maternal health crisis. As we know, a lot of our women of color are dying, you know, um, in the labor room, you know, uh, before, you know, they're able to, you know, even make it to the end of their term sometimes they're just not making it because of the inadequate care because things are not you know being recognized in terms of whatever they've you know maybe if they've come across something a doctor hasn't been able to catch it you know we just don't receive the care that we're supposed to and even sometimes after we've given birth you know sometimes our our recovery you know, it's also in question. And if we don't get the proper care, then that can lead to many complications. And so I felt that it was important, especially in this season, especially in a time when we are being put on display more than ever to definitely uh, do the ride for Black mothers. And so I was able to get sponsored. Um, Shout out to Hint. Um, Shout out to Juice 101 NYC. Uh, juice bar and lounge located in queens new york and they have uh decided to back up this this charge that i've decided to take on and so i believe it's important to raise awareness about that so you know i'm looking forward to this saturday uh september 19th um if you're in new york and if you're listening um if you are in harlem 
I am going to be meeting up at Rivers Bank State Park and we are going to ride for our mothers. We are going to ride for those who cannot ride, those who, who need our support, who need our assistance and all fees to the event are to be donated to the Black Mamas Matter Alliance, which is an organization um, out in Atlanta that is basically raising awareness around doing the research for Black maternal health. So, I'm so here for it. I'm so here <laughs> for all that empowerment yes, right there. Yes, yes. Wow. We have, to, we have to do it. And I know, and it's crazy because I in the midst of going back to work and, you know, kind of figuring out this whole, you know, hybrid virtual new world and, and now being charged to do this. I mean, I, I'm so pumped about it because I, I know that this is going to bring people together. This is going to allow people to also exercise, get active. And guess what? Some, somebody's going to make a connection and that connection could lead to a lifelong friendship. Or just somebody that, you know, they get to know a little bit more outside of social media. They may be following a, a person that they didn't even realize, you know. So it's just all about bringing it back to community, which I would not have been able to be successful if I didn't have, like, my village behind me. If I didn't have, like, my sisters behind me, I would not have been able to flourish in the way that I have. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, one, it's a great way to get out. We've all been in the house, exactly. <laughs> you know, and now that things are opening up Two, it's just a great way to shed light and empower us black women and black mothers. It, it's amazing. And then three, I mean, it's a great way to get some exercise, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. So we definitely need to get our, our, you know, cardio in where we can. And I feel like with the weather changing before it gets really cold, you know, why don't we just kind of like get those bikes out for one more good time around the park and just ride. Right. And how many miles is it? So I don't know how many miles. That is a very good question. But I know that it's at least it's going to be about 90 minutes. I don't oh. know how many miles, Ooh, but 90 minutes is That's good. That's a good, it, right? that's a good fat thigh burning. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like it's good. I, I feel like I also didn't want to burn people out and and you know exhaust anyone because especially if you haven't driven I mean rode a bike in in long time or for a very long period of time it might be a lot but it's just gonna be fine we're it's gonna be flat it's a smooth ride maybe one hill or two and we're just gonna we're just gonna have fun we're just gonna ride out for our black mothers that's it amazing and so when is the event taking place uh this Saturday the September Saturday. 19th. Mm-hmm. This Saturday. To three. Yes, this Saturday from 11 to 3. Anybody who is interested, if you are in New York, you can go to hercollectively.com, go to the Her calendar, and just sign up and RSVP. And if you can't make it, donations would be welcome to continue to fund the work that the Black Mamas Matter Alliance is doing. Yes, yes, yes. And you guys can follow Shanae on her Instagram. It is her collectively. And you guys can just support her, support, support. If you can, if you are in New York or if you happen to be doing a road trip and just passing by, uh, definitely sign up and support. Yes, definitely. Definitely subscribe 
to the email address, um, to the email listing, so you can be in the mix. Um, we send out emails every week. There's always something going on every Tuesday. We have a, add a seat at the table Tuesday. Tomorrow we have a great guest coming on, going by the name of Danny, who's a founder of Convo, which is a dating relationship event series that she curated and has been doing that for a little while. And so we're going to talk to her about she finding love during the pandemic. And so, you know, she found the love of her life and, you know, she's building out this, this uh, platform to definitely get those to win at communication and in love. So. Wow. Yeah. Big things going on. Big, big, big things, things in the big pandemic. Things, honey, big things. <laughs> <laughs> so before we let you go, we have one final question for you. You ready? I am ready. Okay. <laughs> what is the biggest lesson that you have learned in developing your brand? You don't have all the answers. That and is true. Okay. That's it. You don't have all the answers. It's okay. Um, take it one day at a time. Ask right. for help. Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask questions. You know, that's why community is also here. Asking for help is 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 necessary in this business. You know, that is we, we, true. Can't, we can't be successful by ourselves, right? Uh, so, yeah. Well, I completely agree. Um, we're not here to be, you know, robots or anything. I feel like you learn the best life lessons, whether it's uh, personal or even business through trial and error. And so here I am, M girl. We wish you all the best. We wish you, you all the victory. Tina, I appreciate <laughs> it. And thank you so much for reaching out. This was awesome. Thank you for following the movement, the community. Thank you just for being a part of it. You know, once you hit the follow, you're a part of the collective community. So, and I love what you're doing out in the DMV area as well. So, you know, however I can support you guys in the near future, please let me know for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And now you have to prepare, prepare, prepare for this Saturday. <laughs> yes, yes. But all good things, all good things. I'm excited. All good things, all good things. Thank you for joining. And thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good night. Good night. Bye.